0: All right, Ricky, before we, before we actually start the podcast, uh-huh. I have a list of things that we can't do on our podcast, because okay. other podcasts do them way too often, and they're just yeah. not funny anymore. Yeah, of course. The first thing I don't want us to do is I don't want us to have an intro song, I don't want us to introduce ourselves, I don't want to have the premise
1: explained to the listener in every single episode. Do you think that's going to help with listenership, that people won't even know who we are? Listenership?
2: This is not for you. This was not made for you to listen to. Unless you're me, then come on through. But if not, this is not for you. Now, not to be too forward, but the premise of the show is I was listening to podcasts and I had nowhere to go to find the one that I thought was the best that it could be when I realized the person who should make that show is me. So I asked my friend Ricky to help me make something better To which he said Of course
1: Bradley, I'll be your best friend forever I have to lay
2: down ground rules but I think that he'll agree That it makes sense for me to plan the show exclusively I realize I'm only writing this song for myself But that's the point, it's just for me I'm not aiming for wealth, or fame, or popularity Or sponsors, or for greed What I want is a podcast that is perfect just for me So, this is not for you This is not for you This is not meant for you to listen listen to Unless you're me, then come on do. but if not, this is not, but if not, this is not, but if not, this is not not for you, with Ricky and Bradley. Uh,
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't intend for there to be listenership. I mean, if you need to, I can explain the premise to you. The premise is that I have been listening to podcasts for years. Did I ask? Yeah, you did. It is in your eyes. I'm staring
1: into your eyes right now. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. You did interrupt.
0: Yes. Um, I've been listening to podcasts for years. I love a lot of podcasts, but there are a lot of things that podcasts do wrong. And I feel like I've been listening to podcasts well, well enough to know how to do the things correctly that I've enjoyed without making the mistakes that I've heard other shows make, which is why I want to talk to you right now about the kind of rules that we should follow to have the perfect podcast for me to listen to. Okay. Other people, I don't... I'm not too concerned. If other people want to listen, it's there for them. But that's, that's really not the point. This isn't for them. This is for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess I'm still shaky on that concept,
0: but... So rule number one, we don't need to explain the premise for in every episode the way that all podcasts do. We don't need to introduce ourselves in every episode the way that podcasts do. Because I already know the premise... I already know that I'm Bradley, I already know that you're Ricky, I already know that we're good friends of many years, and that you agreed to do a podcast with me so that I could have a podcast that
1: I would want to listen to. Uh Uh-huh. I don't need to hear that every week. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what if people just jump in at, like, episode 400? Who are these people? Sad people who want something fun to listen to. And could it find anything better? Well,
0: hopefully by episode 400 we'll be good enough that we don't need to introduce ourselves or explain the
1: premise for them to enjoy the content that we are curating. I guess that's also what a description is for. Like, you know...
0: Oh, yeah. If, yeah, if you're concerned about this rule, I'll happily let you write the podcast description. I don't think you want me to do that. I would love for you to do that. Ugh. Because I'm not going to read the descriptions. I was, I was here in the room where the recording happened... I don't need to read what happened before I listen to the recording of us sitting in this room making the podcast. All right, I'll write every
1: description. I'll hold you to that. And you're just going to let me do that? Rule number two.
0: Rule number two is I don't think we need to make any jokes about how few people are listening to our podcast. Well, that
1: one's out the window. <laughs>
0: that's, something that, that's something that people in comedy podcasts do all the time. They joke about how few people are listening because they think that the quality of the show is bad. Two things about that. First thing, wh- why should I enjoy a podcast where the hosts are explicitly telling me it's not good? Second thing. Self-deprecating humor is on brand right now. Second, actually, it's out. If you listen to the young people, self-love is in. The second thing is that I don't care how many people are listening. Like, that's not the point. We're not trying to build a listenership. I, I, I know that I'm listening. I guess we could make jokes about how one person is listening, and it's me, and I'm having a nice time doing it. Although, I don't know if that would be a very good joke. That's just a fact.
1: What if I want this to take off, though? What if I want to use this to help my TikTok career? For my skate videos? You
0: have... I've, I've never known you to have a TikTok or a... I don't think you have a skateboard, well, let alone a skateboarding career. Apparently we're not that good of friends. I... Well, we can... We can explore that in this show if you think it will be fruitful. Yeah, I guess so. Rule number three. Okay. I don't want to have jokes about not having sponsors. I don't want to have jokes where we're begging people to be our sponsors. Okay. I don't want to do jokes where we do an ad for a sponsor... Free of charge in the hope that they'll hear it and they'll come in and they'll sponsor our show because i don't really no one's going to sponsor a show where i'm the only person listening i don't think i'm a big enough or valuable enough demographic for someone to pay for me to listen to an ad that i read into a microphone
1: but what if i want free stuff
0: is that how sponsorships
1: work yeah that's they they send you a free thing so, you know what their product is, and then you try it, and then you know that you can talk about it. Well, what's the
0: kind of free thing that you think you would get from a sponsorship?
1: Well, like, uh, if they sell toothbrushes, they'll send you a free toothbrush. And what, like, is there a company that you would want a toothbrush from? I mean, I already have a toothbrush from Quip. Oh. But I know they sponsor podcasts. I mean, do you like that one, though? Is it good? It's, it's a great, it's an absolutely great product. Is it... Well, what, I mean, what does it do... Because I'm actually in the market for a toothbrush. What what does it do for you that you like? So, honestly, like, like it it, it buzzes... Well, it, it's a, an electric toothbrush, so it, like, vibrates, you know? But, like, every, like, 30 seconds, it does, like, a pulse. Like, okay. it kind of goes, like, burnt mert, And yeah. then, like, you know to, like, move to, like, a different quadrant of your mouth. So, like, you're brushing your teeth, like, for the exact two minutes the dentists say you should do. Um, and that's like the biggest problem when it comes to brushing your teeth, is people don't brush for long enough. And so this solves that problem. I even brush longer sometimes because I'm like, it's only been two minutes. I gotta keep going. I gotta get a clean mouth. And I didn't go to the dentist for ten years. I bought a quip toothbrush. Yeah. And then I went to the dentist and I had one cavity. My dentist says I have some of the best teeth she's ever seen, and it's all thanks to my Quip toothbrush.
0: Yeah, I think we can credit that fully to Quip. Yeah. Well, okay, I mean, I guess we can make an exception. Quip, if you're listening, I would like a free toothbrush. I'm in the market for it, and I will read an ad for you if you send me a free toothbrush.
1: I will always praise your product, Quip, forever.
0: Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we shouldn't be asking for sponsorships. Hmm. That doesn't make any sense. No,
1: that's cheap. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah.
0: Oh, and that reminds me of another another rule that I have. I don't I lost count already. It's probably number 4. I have I, a lot of rules. I think it's 6. Okay, number 6. Rule number 6. I I don't want to do the jokes where we we ask if someone is listening. We ask if someone who is clearly more famous than a person who would listen to our podcast would be, uh-huh. you know. You know, I don't want to I don't want to ask Paul F. Tompkins
1: if he's listening. Uh-huh. I don't want to ask... Who are famous people? Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Do you remember he revolutionized the podcast industry? Oh. Oh, yeah. He has that network, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He did. Oh. Wait, he did? Is it gone? No, I, I, no, I mean, he, I mean, he did. He did revolutionize it, and part of it is because he has his network he still has it though yeah oh yeah you're sure yeah ironically um i think like a week or two ago paul f Tompkins was the guest on his podcast oh well so 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 if 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 you're listening conan we're a big fan yeah yeah we are big fan Mm
2: -hmm. i kind of
0: hope he is listening i hope so too probably not because we're not nearly big enough for someone like him to listen to but yet Oh, you think he's gonna like us enough to come back? Yeah. And hear our pitch mm-hmm. to be on his show. Is that what we did? Yeah. Conan, if you're listening, put us on your show. Yeah. Or, I, I'm assuming three years from now when we're big enough. Yeah, right? exactly. But anyway, I don't want. I don't want to ask people if they're listening. No, that's. I'm li- I can ask if I'm listening, but I know the answer is yes. So it's honestly, it's a little bit self-serving, and it I feels can, like a cheap trick, you know.
1: I can ask if I'm listening, and the answer is emphatically no. Yeah. I've sworn I will never listen to a single episode of this.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's for me. You don't need to. That's yeah. fine.
1: Download it, though, because then... Well, that's know, that's, could... that's lying, then. No, you downloaded it. That's, that's inflating our numbers.
0: Oh, that's true. For a, a, a fleeting moment, you managed to convince me I wanted numbers. I don't want numbers. I yeah. just want a podcast mm-hmm. I can listen
1: to. See, I'm listening. I'm paying attention.
0: All right. Forget that. I haven't broken a Forget single that. rule yet. Yeah, no, you haven't broken a single mm-hmm. rule. Uh, that doesn't bring me my next rule, but we had to get through the rules. Yeah. My next rule, I don't want to make visual gags on our podcast. Uh-huh. I can't tell you the number of times I've heard a podcast say, you can't you can't see this. But... but. Yeah, we we can't do that. No. We can't do that. And actually, like, that one's really important to me. So I'm going to make... I'm going to go ahead and make a sign so that we can look at this sign to remind us that we don't want to make visual gags. And I actually, I don't really have, mm, I don't really have any writing utensils or paper, but I do have this crochet set. So just like really quick, I'm going to go ahead and like, crochet us i'm really good at crocheting but i don't know the verb is that the verb probably i'm gonna crochet us a sign i'm just gonna put that up on the wall so give me like 20 seconds and i can think i can throw it together and uh yep no there it's done uh very very beautiful actually
1: yeah I, i the color scheme of of yellow and pink that looks very nice. It reminds me of summer and lemonade.
0: I mean, yeah, and honestly, like you hear yellow and pink. It does not sound like no. it doesn't sound like a natural color combo. And actually, if the listeners could see this, they would understand and appreciate mm-hmm. the amount of detail work that I put into it. Yeah. Um. But they can't because they're only using their ears. Yeah.
1: And that's not what you used to see. That's correct. And <laughs> for a brief moment there, I was like, what are you talking about? But no, you're
0: right. <laughs> Your hesitation also convinced me that I was wrong. Yeah. Which leads me to my next rule. We can't do ASMR jokes. Yeah. We can't it I'm so sick of it. First of all, there's never a, there's never actually a joke. There's never actually a joke. The joke is just that people whisper into a microphone and isn't it funny because ASMR exists. Yeah. That's not a that's not a joke. I don't I don't what's the punchline? The punchline is that is, is the existence of a thing we're all familiar with at this
1: point? Yeah, I guess so.
0: Like, if there was a joke, like, if people were... People were to get on the microphone, on a hot microphone, yeah. and they were to talk about how there was an ASMR show where the host was always really angry. He was a very angry host, which would be counterintuitive how you know sounds. anything about ASMR. He's just always upset. He's yelling, but he's doing it in a way that's sort of comforting great. and satisfying for some reason. Anger so angry. So and just gets right up to the mic and has yeah. everybody know. But it puts people to sleep for some reason. He's really pissed. I can imagine how there might be a joke in that. But otherwise, I really don't want to do ASMR jokes because they're never jokes. Fuck no, they're not. No, and they're not funny. No, they're not. Like nothing is funnier when you whisper it into a microphone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the podcasts that I listen to, all the comedy
1: podcasts who think they're so funny when they whisper into a mic. But it doesn't. It doesn't work. I want to be clear though. Like no, no tea, no shade towards ASMR. No, exactly, exactly. Like I, I, I fall asleep to it sometimes. It's delightful. That's the whole point, too, is that the
0: implication in a joke about ASMR, where ASMR ex- itself is the punchline, implies that ASMR is a joke. Yeah. I don't think it and is. It works true. for some people. It doesn't work for me, but I understand.
1: It works for me. I get the weird little tingles and it's, it's, it's very nice. I appreciate the work that every like asmr creator does and i i thank them for it frankly yeah so if you ever
0: catch me trying to whisper into a microphone i'll punch
1: you in the goddamn face well i was going to say you could
0: point to that beautiful sign right on the wall it's a different rule but actually oh. i could probably expand on it real quick and, did you make
1: another sign
0: yeah it was really really did you not even see no you're here in the room with me and you could have seen it but you're I was so fast. good
1: at crocheting yeah I didn't no, know this about you. I
0: genuinely wish the the listeners could see. I know. But I'm the listener so, and I can see. So we're all set. Yeah. All right. The next rule. This one's kind of a touchy one. Uh-huh. Um, but I think I want to make it clear that this is an important rule to me because it's another one of them where the joke does not improve the quality of the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think we need to constantly be acknowledging and joking about how we're two white men with a podcast
1: like the peak of podcast comedy.
0: Yeah, exactly. like we, I, we everybody gets it. everybody gets it all. Every single pair or group of white men has a podcast at this point. every uh-huh. single one, yeah. And the fact it, it and we are among them, yes, we are furthering that trend. However, our acknowledgement of that trend in a humorous manner, does not improve the quality of the podcast if you're reminding me that i'm listening to a, like listening to a podcast that is the same as every other podcast on the market i'm going to want to stop listening there's more than one podcast i have stopped listening to because the host wouldn't shut up about how white and how male they were and how it was so funny that they were contributing to the trend you could take that time and be funny instead i don't need to constantly be talking about how we're white men how we're cisgendered white men uh-huh. How we're middle-class, cisgendered white men. Uh How we're educated, middle-class, cisgendered white men. It's
1: just not funny. No, yeah. No. I see what you're saying. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's worth acknowledging. That's important. But then you don't have to pretend that it's a joke. It's just that you're taking time where you could have been goofing. Yeah. Do the one thing that white men are good at and
1: goof. Yeah. We're going to... We're gonna do lots of goofing.
0: You know, let's do some goofing.
1: Yeah,
0: let's do some white male goofing. Check it goofing. out. Uh, no, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't like that I, one. I I don't know. It's... That's exactly the point. We can't do that. Okay. Next
1: rule. Check it out. I'm not gonna do some backflips. And
0: this one's actually pretty related. Um, uh, I don't. I'm goofing. I, he's he's still goofing. He's goofing too hard to hear the next rule, but I'm gonna say the next rule anyway. Okay. It's related. I don't want to do any jokes about how lame it is to have a podcast. Yeah. Because, again, we're not contributing anything oh, to the quality.
1: Everyone has a podcast. Yeah. Conan O'Brien has a podcast. Can you believe it? I'm
0: not going to enjoy listening to that. Why would we do that?
1: Yeah, I'm not going to enjoy listening to this period. We need to... It's it's goof focus. Yeah. It's focus, all goofs. Focus on the goof. The, the goof focus. All right. I'm going to go in my three Gs of podcasting. Mm. Goofs. Mm-hmm gaffs gaff, and good times well Gaffigan, like jim Gaffigan. yeah i mean i'd like it if he came on our show does he have a podcast i'm sure he does
0: jim if you're listening come on our show yeah and that leads me to my last rule we're finally to end the rules i know it was a long thing to sit through uh-huh. i'm sorry but i just thought like right off the bat we really need to address these so that we're not wasting time wasting my time frankly and my time listening to this nonsense yeah because you hear it all the time and it's not funny yeah the last rule okay i don't want to be another one of those comedy podcasts that makes fun of podcasting tropes but then just does the trope when they're doing the joke about the that trope. is like
1: honestly like why would anyone even want to listen to a show like that no i wouldn't want to yeah
0: so i'm i'm really glad we cleared that up yeah we're not going to discuss the tropes of podcasts we're not gonna make jokes about them it's a waste of everyone's time yeah no one would want to
1: sit and listen to 30 minutes of that yeah i'm glad we cleared that up of course i'm on board for all of these and um i think we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors
0: and our sponsors are just me getting ricky another drink i think yeah but anyway, we're in the, we're in the, the conver, conversational portion okay. of our conversational podcast. What are we going to talk about? I got a new job recently.
1: Yeah? Yeah, I love it. That's good. What but I do?
0: wanted to know, I actually wanted to know, like, the, the job is fine and we could talk about that if we really wanted to. But what I'm more curious about is, I, I've been thinking about this a little bit, so I have a leg up on you. It. What would we imagine each other's jobs to be if we didn't already know what jobs we had. Does that make sense? Like, like if I were to think about you and who I know you to be outside of the job that you do right now, what job would I imagine you to have? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: What would you think I would, I do?
0: Well, I've, I've thought about this already. I've put thought into it, which is good because I can talk about it while you think about it for me. Uh huh. And I had two thoughts. Okay. I felt like you could run a flower shop. Okay. Which would be very sweet, but I feel like you, if if you were running a flower shop, I feel like that's a lot of customer interaction every single day. It's also a lot for somebody with allergies. Oh, that's true. I hadn't even considered that. I'd be dying. So my primary thought, though, was not that you couldn't... I think you could do customer interactions. I just don't think you would want to do them all day, every day. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. So that's not an ideal choice. Okay. My second thought was that you could be a baker... Like that, the problem with being a baker is that when you have a bakery, you have to be in your bakery at 3 a.m. to make stuff for people to come in and order at 7 a.m. I can't do that, and you couldn't do that either. So, I've been trying to, and maybe you can help me with this. I've been trying to find a way to either solve the problems that each of those jobs present and come up with a new job for you that it feels like a good fit, or maybe combine the two in a way that eliminates the problem, make
1: it all digital. I mean, no, not like not not like selling digital flowers or digital baked goods, because then that's just like, I'm I'm not even going to go into that subject. I I I meant just I'll take all the orders online and then I'll ship them to you.
0: Oh, so you want a curbside pickup? It couldn't it couldn't be a bakery because people people are still going to be ordering baked goods at you know seven in the morning, six yeah. thirty in the morning. But you well, could do a then
1: look at them a week later.
0: No, I feel like your bake your baking is too good
1: to send people a week old. A good. Well, I'm not gonna make it and then send it a week later. I'll offer free one day shipping, and then it'll arrive a week later. <laughs> no, it's just that it'll take me a while to make it. <laughs> oh, after they've ordered
0: it, yeah. So it's gonna take you six days this to is make a it, and then it will take you, <laughs> take you one day to ship it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that. That's your that's your dream job. That's yeah. the job that's at the core of who you are. My hours are just really late. You You could be a late night bakery. I mean, you could, there's all sorts of places that are like the late night cookie shop. I guess you could be the late night cookie shop. Exactly,
1: And like just offer more than cookies. There you go. Yeah. We've got your, are you drunk and or high and or something else? And you want a cake at 1130 at night? I got you. Are you tired, hungry, and sad? We've got you covered. Yeah. Yeah. Emphasis on sad. If you're ordering like a cake at 130 in the morning, but I'll make it for you.
0: How fast could you make a cake for someone if they were to order it at 1.30 in the morning?
1: I mean, like, you figure you gotta, like, mix all the shit and bake it and then let it cool and then frost it and then <laughs> make the frosting, probably, and then... So you think of like, three hours, maybe four. Spoken like then, a like, true then, like, professional baker. You gotta, like, deliver it to them and... That that can vary, so I I think it's a it's like a four hour process, oh at least.
0: So at five thirty in the morning, when they've collapsed of both hunger and sadness and depression, their their cake will arrive at their front door.
1: Yeah, don't order that late. Is the moral of the story? So you're you're not the late
0: night. You're like the the midnight or the middle night middle night bakery. Yeah, you're the. Socially acceptable nighttime baker. Yeah, yeah. What job would I have? Oh, you'd be a librarian. Yeah, I could be a librarian. I just feel like it would have to be a loud library, though. Could I open up like the
1: loud library where people go to be loud in the library? The loud library. Yeah, the loud library. The social library. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's like it's like a a nightclub for nerds. It's kind of like like every university
0: has the bar that's called the library so that students can text their parents and say, "Oh, sorry, I can't oh, I'm at talk to the tonight. library. I'm at
1: the library. Oh oh, 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 oh oh and they vomit.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it would be it would be that, but shifted to like 45 degrees back to library, where it would be genuinely like a functioning library. You could check books out. Yeah. But also you could get drinks and hang out yeah. and have a nice time. Like it would do, it would genuinely do both.
1: Yeah. I guess this is just like a bar at that point then. <laughs> but Maybe I just like my new job too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's working for you. It's working for me. My
0: new job, I feel, it feels strange. I know that I'm going to be the only person listening and I already know, but it feels strange not to mention that my new job is bartender. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that make more
1: sense. Mm-hmm. But to me, it wouldn't have mattered. I'm telling you, not a single thing was going through my brain there. Like, I had something I was going to say to you, and then it just, like, died in a car crash. And it in my brain, a mental car crash. And then I just stared at you and smiled. Yeah. You did smile. Yeah. See, the thing is, you looked like you were getting ready to giggle, and I was
0: holding out for you to giggle so that you would lose. But then I giggled.
1: Yeah, and then then everyone loses. <laughs> when Brad giggles, everyone loses. And when Brad's happy, I'm uh, sad. Oh, what are you even doing here then? That's the whole point of this show. Is to, oh, I'm just kidding. That's a horrible thing to say about my friend.
0: <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it?
1: It's yeah. Like what kind of friendship would that be? When you're happy, I'm so happy. Oh, cause you're my friend. That's so sweet. And that's why I'm doing this podcast with you because A, you're my friend. b). You're my friend. and see, it makes you happy. See, I'm doing this podcast with
0: you because I had this idea for a podcast where I would make the perfect podcast for myself. Uh-huh. And then I was hanging out with you one day and we were having a conversation, and I thought to myself, Ricky, could...
1: you're so funny. Well, we that was... need to record this and send it out to the world.
0: That was my first thought, that was my first thought. My second thought, my second thought was, this could be more productive. Oh. You know, like we were sitting chatting and it was very nice. But I thought, why not,
1: you know, why not multi So, you thought the time that we were spending together as friends, having a nice conversation, could have been more productive?
0: Yeah. No, and I want to be clear. I didn't think it was wasted time. It just was uh-huh. not perfectly utilized. Tonight, here, now, this is perfectly utilized social
1: time. Because we're recording it. Yeah, exactly. What is this going to do with our... Our, our friendship going forward like am i gonna have to worry that i'm not being productive when we're not recording
0: no you'll just know that once a week we're going to have fully optimized friendship time and that sounds
1: fine and normal to you i think so yeah well i reiterate you're my friend and i want to make you happy so here i am
0: I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah. You're willing to do this show with me. I appreciate you and your perfectly it's optimized time. Not because you paid me
1: $20 beforehand.
0: No, it's not. He, that did, would, he really didn't. That like, I
1: want to emphasize that he did not.
0: No, I, I honestly... He did give me wine, though, so... So we both had apartment showings recently. We did. We did. and I well, And I had an experience. I want to know if you had a similar or a related experience where when we scheduled the apartment showing... The uh, agent, the the leasing agent,
1: yeah, that, oh, community that, manager,
0: yeah, the community community manager, whatever, the leasing agent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess <laughs> we just we don't need to soften up their job title. I mean, like, that's literally their job title at <laughs> the place I toured. Oh, really?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, all right. The community manager. Um, they 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 confirmed the appointment, and then about two hours later, sent us an email and said, "I am so sorry." but the current tenant of that apartment is on a business meeting. The apartment is not up to her cleaning standards and she desperately wants us to wait until she can get back clean. Uh I will say she offered us the option of touring the apartment anyway, Mm -hmm. but I thought it would be worth being polite and patient and having the showing after the tenant came back to clean up and put things away. But my question to you, first of all, I want to know if you had a similar
1: experience, but second of all, and more importantly, Mm -hmm. What was she hiding? Oh, no, I, 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 I didn't have that experience. And honestly, I have to say that what a kind person like that is that they're like, well, and I mean, I guess it's 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 for them as well. But like, I I've had showings at like apartments I'm about to move out of and I'm like, there's like underwear on the floor and I'm like, I like had to go to work and I was like, oh, I have, like, three pairs of used underwear on the floor. I'll just kick them, like, to the side. and just left it. And then I, like, walked out and I was like, oh, there's, like, three pizza boxes on the the counter. And I just left them.
0: Honestly, I think that's fine. You don't owe anything to the community manager or to the people who are potentially going to live in your apartment. Yeah. And depending on how that person lives, that might be a more realistic version of how the apartment will look when they live there anyway. They want yeah. to know how the space is being used. It didn't smell. That's how you're using the space. Yeah. But here's here's the thing about that. She could potentially have been a very kind person. Uh. But she could was have been there. Something. I well, that's what I think because she was there when we toured the apartment and she did not strike me as a kind person. She oh. she hardly said a word, which was fine except that she was visibly upset that we were in her apartment. And, and, most telling, she had placed a door in front of one of the closets so that we couldn't get inside of it during the showing. What do you mean, placed a door? Oh, I misspoke. She placed a chair in front of the oh. closet door so that we couldn't... We would have had to move her chair, which we I guess we could have been, but that feels incredibly rude. Yeah. No, so, that's...
1: I mean, I also feel like it is, like... Like I've never opened a closet in an apartment to her. Like no, but she very intentionally put a chair in front of that closet. Yeah, I've also been there when people have toured my apartments, and they've never like looked in the closet like ever because it's like that's like that's someone's space, that's someone's shit. Like let that be. So like this lady is like going out of her way to be like, hey, this thing that you wouldn't have done anyways, I'm gonna make sure you don't do it. That's that's my point yeah so what was she hiding uh, I mean I feel like I feel like the obvious like answer is like oh a dead body but like I don't know you probably would have like smelled that it's also not a fun answer no it's not a fun answer I want it to be like her embarrassing collection of like big time rush memorabilia memor- memorabilia memorabilia yeah sorry i got a little drunk and stammery there
0: oh that's fine I gave you wine. I knew that this could happen. Yeah. I I was thinking about this question. Um, i trying to remember. I had an answer for it that was a fun... Because you always think... Yeah, you think dead body. You think drugs.
1: Both you know. boring answers. Both boring.
0: I think that the, the conclusion I came to was that she had a full-size body pillow with a picture of herself printed on it. I would I would definitely want to hide that if I had that. Yeah, I would too. I probably wouldn't order it in the first place. In fact I am willing to say I would never have ordered that in the first place.
1: Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question though. What if what if you, Brad, me, were like, I'm gonna go tour this apartment and like you get in there and she had a full sized body pillow with you on it. And just, like, left it out. How would that make you feel? It would make me feel like I needed to move out of the state. I would move out of the country, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're traceable if you're still in the country, Yeah, right? I, I'm just like, sorry, I gotta go. I mean, do you think, like, is that grounds for the Witness Protection Agency to bring a client in, or is that not strong enough evidence?
1: I mean, did she commit a crime? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I
0: wonder I don't if, know there are, like, if there are laws about identity and privacy. Although I suppose if she was able to get access to a photograph of me
1: that is publicly published online. On a Facebook or a Twitter or yeah. an Instagram.
0: Yeah, I have... Well, it would have to be on like an article or something because I will. I will say all of those accounts of mine either don't have pictures of me or are private. Yeah. So, Unless she was a Facebook friend of mine, but I've been deleting Facebook friends. I've been on a hot streak of
1: deleting Facebook friends for the last three years. You so. haven't been an old person and, like, gotten a friend request from, like, somebody named, like, Debbie Good Time. And it's, like, a picture and her, like, boobs are, like, basically out. But, like, like not so much that, like, the photo would get taken down and you've been like, oh, wow, like... I gotta add that person after they sent you a friend request, and even though you have no idea who they are, no although I, here's, here's what I'll say about that. I don't understand how people fall
0: for that by the way, but here's 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 what I do when I get those. I do not accept the friend request. however, I do every single time click through the profile not because I want to see what other other potentially revealing photos might be on the profile, mm-hmm. but because I want to see if these old men who are friend requesting her are getting anything ex- in exchange for having their Facebook profiles hacked.
1: See, I think that,
0: and they never are. There's always just the profile picture. That's it. That's all it ever is. Well, I think
1: that, I think that one, they the, the old men are the ones getting the friend request. I feel like they, they the, 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 the bot account tends to send them out. And I don't, too, I don't think you see anything on the profile because they tend to just immediately like message the person and be like, hey i'm looking for a good time with your username and password can you help me out and then like they get a booby pick and then they're like sure i'll give my login credentials away for boobies i want to shove your password right into one of my many holes those holes being one of the login inputs on facebook
0: yes i have more holes than normal yeah That was a real conversation killer. Ricky, if I had an extra hole, where would it be? Go.
1: I uh, your neck. Yep. You got it. You'd optimize breathing that way. I want to change my answer. Yeah. Elbow.
0: I don't like that answer, actually. I, really? What's what's gonna happen? What's going on there?
1: You can pick stuff up. You can like bend your arm to like open your hole. And then like put it on something, and then unbend it to, like, pick it up.
0: Deposit it somewhere
1: else. Yeah, own. and then bend it to, to drop it. The thing I don't like about that is there would for sure be exposed bone if I were to do that. Well, I'm I'm assuming that... Well, I guess I was assuming that, like, this developed, like, evolutionarily over oh, time. so it
0: wouldn't be exposed bone. It would be a flesh pocket. Yeah, it'd be a little flesh
1: pocket. This would be... I'm trying to think. There. Well,
0: I guess your ears are kind of holes that aren't open to the outside world because like if you go in far enough you hit the eardrum yeah and then that's closed off so that's the closest thing that would be that's the closest thing we have to what you're discussing where it would truly just be like a sack that does not have any form of access to the inside of your body i saw
1: a video of somebody filming like inside a kangaroo pouch and like you could like see bones. What? And I, I was like, is this right? I don't feel like this is right. It was no. very confusing. I hope not. I, I hope not. Was it not. right? I don't know. Oh, I you like, didn't Honestly, verify? like I, I, I really A, I couldn't really tell what I was looking at. And B, like I was like gross and I didn't want to go back. I
0: I'm glad that you did not look into it further, because if it was if it was, in fact, true, you would have only seen more pictures of bones inside of kangaroo pouches. Yeah. Which sounds like a terrible time. It feels
1: like a bad kangaroo pouch.
0: This feels like, like, there are, you know, there are a handful of facts that you could tell a child that would just ruin that child's month. And there are some, like, I feel like there are things that are truths about the world that are so much beyond the scope of what a child thinks that it wouldn't even register enough to ruin their month. Uh-huh. But... The fact that you can see the bones inside of a kangaroo pouch is definitely within the scope
1: of typical childhood thought. And like, I don't know what I expected it to be in there, but it wasn't that. No, I thought, well, I thought there would
0: just be like a layer of skin still. Yeah. 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 That's, that's significantly less upsetting. I don't want to think about a Joey it just, just like, like a... rubbing its spine on its mom's. Little, little tibia bony bits. That's and... in the arm, isn't
1: it? The tibia. Yeah. So right. Uh, what's the one in tibia. the leg? The, the tombula leg-bia? The tombula The tombula
0: No, the uh, astroturf. The um. What? I don't remember. I don't remember. We have to. Th- we can
1: think between the two of us. We can think of the medical professionals. If you're listening write us at, at com. Yeah, we're never going to have an email. Why would we have now? Oh, speaking of emails,
0: uh, yeah. I actually did we don't we don't have a podcast email, but my personal email, I did get a weird email the other day. Okay. From NPR. Really? Yeah, and they were talking about how they knew we were going to record a podcast.
1: Did you like fill out a survey or something?
0: No, I you're one of very few people I've ever talked to about this, and I don't know anybody who works at... I don't, I don't know anybody who works at NPR, so I definitely did not talk about this to somebody who would have leaked the information at NPR. And even if they did, I don't know why NPR would want to get in contact with me about our podcast. Hmm. They want to
1: get in touch with the budding creators out there.
0: Well, I guess so, because they asked me to include a clip From one of their shows in our podcast In an effort to increase their listenership
1: And they asked us
0: Yeah, I don't know if they understand That I'm the only person who's going to listen to this I mean I will say that once I listen to a podcast I'm a pretty rabid listener So maybe I'm valuable Maybe I'm a good demographic For a podcast But I wouldn't have expected to get an email like this Ever, let alone before we record our first episode Uh Uh-huh but, uh, yeah, I, I got an email from NPR. They said, hey, we've included a clip from one of our most popular shows, This American Life. Okay. And we would love it if you were willing to include it in your next episode of the podcast. Okay. And I'm, as strange as this is, I'm certainly not one to say no to NPR. Of course. So I actually think now is a good time to go ahead and uh, include that segment from This American Life, the well-known NPR radio show. I'm excited to hear this. I'm going to go ahead and uh, roll the tape here. All right. Hello. This is This American Life with your host, Ira Glass, on NPR. Now, listen up. Here's a story about a little guy who lives in a blue world and all day... And all night, and everything he sees, is blue, like him, inside and outside. Blue is house, with a blue little window, and a blue Corvette. And everything is blue, like him, and himself, and everybody around. Because he ain't got nobody to listen. Until now, blue dabba dee dabba welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Now, I I know you probably get this all the time, and I'm so sorry to have to ask this question, but the listeners are going to want to know, and I'm going to get all sorts of emails about it if I don't ask right off the bat. dabba dee dabba die. real name? No, it's not. Oh, so this is a... This is a stage name or a
1: nickname or it's it's something I came up with um, when I was I was really high. Um, I saw a demon um, and it, it it spoke to me and um, it 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 told me that if I didn't give it my name, um, it would. It would kill my whole family and someone else's family, um, and I thought that was pretty fucked up. Uh, but like, I also didn't want this demon to have my name, you know? That's that's also fucked up. So I just came up with it, and I've been using it ever since. So I, yeah, it's a stage name, I guess. Wow,
0: that that is a difficult story, and I sincerely appreciate you sharing that with me and with the listeners. Now of I. Again, I have to ask. I am beholden to my listenership. The emails get really rough really quick. I know they'll want me to ask. The demon. Yeah? What color was this
1: demon? I know that you would think that it'd be blue. Right. It was was purple. Oh. So not too far, but not exactly there, you know?
0: Well, let me ask you this. Was the Did this happen at a time when you were seeing all blue? Yes. So the demon stood out? Yes, it did. Oh, this must have been particularly terrifying or maybe exciting?
1: Yeah, you know, it was a change of pace. And I was excited to have something new in my life.
0: Until it threatened your family. Yes, it did. Yeah, that's a... That's a real emotional roller coaster of a moment. I'm mm-hmm. really sorry to hear that. And Thank again, you. genuinely, I apologize for these questions I have to ask. I would like to know about you as a person, but Of
1: course, of course.
0: It's a this the the, the management they really hold me to the the listenership and um you know, I have to answer. I have to ask these questions. Yeah. I'm glad you understand.
1: Of course. I, that's why I'm here. I, I want my story out there. And, you know, I love your show. So it's, it's such a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, well, geez, we're always happy to have a fan on the show. I'm glad to hear that you listen to it. Of course. Every day. So, well, this one might sound like one I'm asking for the listeners, but actually, now that we're talking about the show, I personally am curious. You see everything is blue. Yes. Do you hear everything
1: is blue? You know, I don't. I hear everything is green.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah. So, I can imagine I can imagine that maybe that the other senses are a way for you to escape from that blueness that you are famously struggling with.
1: Exactly. Sometimes when when things get a little too blue, if you know what I'm saying, I just like to go outside. I find a field. I lay down. With two, three, seven bottles of wine, I just drink them, and I just close my eyes and just drift off and see where the green will take me, man. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but... You should
1: try it sometime. It's great.
0: Okay. All right. Good to know. Other senses, other colors, or is sound the only one that really allows you to escape?
1: Smell. Turquoise. Very pleasant. Everything else is blue.
0: Oh. Oh. Well, I will say, it must be very nice to have smell as another form of of escape. Because that's, you know, that's the memory-linked sense. Yeah. And actually, I have to wonder, smell is such an integral part of building memories. When you go into your mind, when you visit thoughts from the past, are they blue or are they turquoise?
1: That's interesting. When I'm in my thoughts... I see the full spectrum of colors as everyone else does. Hmm. And it's crazy because I'm like, I don't know what other colors look like. So I don't know how I'm able to remember that. But it's, it's kind of like my special place, you know?
0: How do you not spend all of your time in your memories?
1: Because you got to keep going. You got to keep making music. You got to keep helping the fans.
0: Well, and if I had to guess, you probably have to keep making memories so that you have new memories to revisit once the older memories start to fade. Exactly.
1: exactly. Although,
0: potentially, even faded colors are better than all blue.
1: That's true, yeah. You know, because it's not blue at that point.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought up your music, because that is something I want to talk to you about. Of course. We've all heard your one song where you introduce yourself and your affliction. Yes. Over and over and over and over.
1: Yep.
0: Is there another song coming eventually?
1: There is. And we've been working it for on, on it for a while. Um, and it's... I'm excited to announce my next song is called Oh God, Please Help Me. It sounds dire. But, you know, it's just a love letter to all my fans. I want them to, you know... I want them to connect with the music and... To, you know, really know what it's like to beat me on a daily basis.
0: I see. So the title of the song is a little bit misleading because when you, first, when you first say the name, it sounds like a cry for help. But what you really mean is, oh, God, I really want you to connect with this artwork that I'm making. Exactly. It's, okay, so it's not at all a cry for help. You're just inviting the listener into your thoughts and feelings in an attempt to connect,
1: can I give you the first couple of lines of it?
0: Oh please, I, yes. As an
1: exclusive, it, it starts with me, and I'm crying in my bedroom, wailing in agony, and 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 we have this amazing instrumental uh, uh, that, that that backs backs the crying, um, and then and then my voice you, repeats 17 times. I'm in pain please this is terrible i need you to help me escape this torment please 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 and then more crying and then please 14 more times and then that repeats
0: okay i'm getting i'm getting some mixed signals here about the difference between the cry for help and the invitation to no that's that's, with that's the it's not a cry
1: for help it's an invitation to okay. come into my life and to my experience, and okay. to to share this bond that we have together.
0: Now, when you're inviting your fans in to experience life as you experience it, are you primarily in this new this new song, this new context? Are you primarily focused upon your experience of the world as exclusively blue in color? Or are you focused on the fact that your family is constantly under threat by an otherworldly force? Both. Oh, okay. So you're going to introduce a new facet in this second song. Yes. Well, that is very exciting to hear. And I'm very, very honored that you gave us an exclusive on this, this show.
1: I re- I'm so happy to share this with you and your listeners. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get this song out there into the world. And I, 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 I'm, I'm so thrilled to be here and so happy to share this with you.
0: Well, thank you so much. And again, thank you for being on this show. I, I know that I personally appreciate you making an appearance, and I'm sure that my listeners do too. Now, as I get to the end of, of shows, I like to ask questions about your experience being on the show. I, I would like to improve my skills as someone who is a host. I would like to get an outsider's perspective of what it's like to be on this show And so I just want to ask you a question or two. Um, This studio to which you were summoned just recently without knowing with any prior experience. Of course. um, Is this also blue or is this different enough from the regular world that you're seeing things differently?
1: Ira, it's gold.
0: Oh, well, okay, I'm going to pull my notebook out real quick. I'm going to write that down, and I'm going to incorporate that into the rest of the information I've been filing away about the hell and torment that I have been locked away in for the last... I no longer remember how many years I've been locked away in this torment.
1: Hey, man, I can relate to that.
0: I, and that is why I'm very happy to have had you here, and have made an appearance, because... It's nice to have somebody who understands. Most people appear and scream in agony for the half hour that we are scheduled on the show. And then they disappear again. So I really appreciate that you are, first of all, a listener because it's primarily screams. Um, But I also appreciate that you understand what I'm going through. And I don't get that very often. So, again,
1: thank you very much. Of course. I'm here for you, man.
0: All right. Well, listeners, thank you for tuning in. I'm really glad we had a segment that was not just screaming. Coming up next, it's me again. It's always me. Just me. Over and over. Hopefully we will not have screams this time. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. Okay, well that was um, not what I thought This American Life was.
1: I didn't know that guy was still making music.
0: I didn't know that Ira Glass was trapped in an endless torment in hell.
1: See, I kind of figured that.
0: Oh, okay. You got that from what you heard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, see, I just never listened. So I, you know, I was clueless. But nice to have finally listened to an episode of a a classic piece of American artwork and, you know, documenting American life. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps it up for... Our show. Speaking of ending shows. Yeah. Um most of the show I've I've done a i have i have done feel like I've done a decent job of planning, but I don't really know how to end the episode. Do you wanna do you wanna do do you wanna do credit credits? Should we do credits at the end of the I mean it's it is just for me, but it, do you want maybe I could do some credit I could improvise some credits music and you could you could read the credits off for me. I don't have credits, but I you want could, yeah.
1: I I want you to I'm going to start humming a tune and then I'm going to start listing off credits. Do you want
0: humming or do you want whistling humming? Okay. Okay. I can give you humming. Let me, um, I feel like
1: whistling is too Mm. shrill. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. This isn't it yet. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, or uh... like,
1: won't be like good on mic. I don't know. Mm -hmm. this podcast has been brought to you by the association of really good podcasts proceeds are been donated to um someone better than us um we really want to thank um apple for making products that allow us to uh record stuff um and also i think blue is blue the microphones that yeah. we use? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, keep, that's, humming, that. keep humming. Keep mm-hmm. humming. Other thanks. Um, I guess whoever invented um, electricity because. No, I guess not. Yeah, yeah electricity because that charges our laptop. Um, and I guess Apple for making only USB C ports on their devices. So then we have to buy a bunch of dongles. Um, that's a weird word dongle um uh but yeah no we buy their stuff to plug in regular usb stuff and i guess that's cool um, are you mention me at all? no um whoever made these cookies that i've been eating those are good i would really like to thank uh giant jones brewery nope
0: did not drink any of them tonight, but we'll thank them anyway.
1: I do love them. No, that was um, and uh, 19 Crimes Wine, I've been drinking a lot of that tonight, and um, our listeners, which are Brad.
2: Oh, you finally named me, thank
1: you. I'm naming our listener Brad, not the podcast Brad. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it.
2: Good night and farewell. It's really weird
0: to look directly at you while we have a conversation. Yeah. Don't normally do this. I
1: usually am, like, looking over at the wall. And... and
0: that's the thing. There's going to be more con- more eye contact than normal because we have to point our faces in a certain direction. Yeah. Which is not normally true.
1: Do you think it'll ever get uncomfortable?
0: It, it already did. We haven't even started yet, and it already did. Are we not recording? Yeah, we are, but, like, this isn't going to make it. Oh.